another episode of What If, a podcast rooted in love, joy, and wild possibility. And today I have with us Lisa Harris. She is a narrative coach. And the question that we are bringing to light and playing with today is, what if you could rewrite your life narrative? And so, Lisa, I would love for you to introdu- introduce yourself to us um, and just let us know a little bit about you and what you do and maybe even how you got started in, in this work and this healing that you help other women do. Oh, where to start? <laughs> well, hello. I am Lisa Harris, like you said, and I like to typically call myself an author, a storyteller and a narrative coach. And I'm actually certified in narrative therapy. So as we go along here today and chat a little bit more, hopefully I can explain a little bit more about what that looks like, narrative coaching and narrative therapy. But I began this journey actually through poetry. I spent many years in corporate America and I had some time away and I started writing. And for me, I gravitated to poetry and short stories. And this writing that I was doing in my time away from corporate really did help me with a lot of childhood wounds, trauma that I had never really dealt with before. And really helped me to sort through my emotions and sort through my feelings. And that journey really became the vessel to the work that I do now. So that's really a shorthand version of the journey that I've taken. But I ended up publishing a poetry book back in 2016. And in the book signings that I was doing and the poetry readings, I had this beautiful opportunity to hear other women's stories. And when I was done and come over to me and and they would um, talk to me about my poems, the vulnerability of the words that I was using in my work was helping other women to feel a certain level of trust with me and they're starting to share their stories. Through the process of just hearing other women share, I just really knew that I wanted to create spaces for them to be able to really get those stories out into the world. And that's how it started. It really was completely organic. I've evolved so much, but it really just started with my own healing journey and and writing as a tool to, to really help me sort through all my feelings. And then I just started creating spaces for women to share their stories. And that's sort of how it started. I mean, it's been such an evolution um, to actually being able to call myself a narrative coach. And that's sort of another another part of the the whole story. Yeah, I love that. And I love how, um, so it, just your story of how you got started and how, you saw this as a possibility to help other people. It goes back to something that I've just been like so, so um, passionate about sharing and living from. And like, it's what I help my one-on-one coaching clients with through with as well work, help them work through. And that is this thought of like create for you and the rest will follow. And like, this is a perfect example of that. Like, 
we don't know where the starting of our creations will take us. But like for you, it wasn't even like about anybody else. It wasn't about how can I help other people when you when you first sat down? I'm assuming I, I'm guessing that's how it was when you first sat down and put pen to paper. It was I'm just doing this for me because it feels good and it feels right. And like letting these words out of outside of me and onto paper is a part of healing. And then in you having the vulnerability to share them in the world and share them publicly, that is what showed other women what was possible. And that, that just right there, like goes back to like why I have chosen the, the interview, the podcast guests that I've chosen is because what I see you doing is you are living from a place of your own possibility. And just by you being you, you're helping show that to other people and share that and helping them create their own possibility as well. And so I always want to like bring it back to that and and share and help people see like just the impact of starting with like what feels good and right for you. And even I'm sure as you did some of the healing and, and like that like childhood wound work and, and unraveling all of that, it it also like didn't feel good in the act of doing it, but there was like freedom and liberation um, and peace on the other side of it. Yeah, it's, I mean, you, you said it perfectly right there. It's, it really is showing yourself, your family, your, the people who are watching you, what that first step looks like, because that first step can really change the trajectory of everything. And so even for me in writing my story and sharing my story publicly, there was that fear inside of me. And as I started to move into that fear, move into the pain, not be afraid of the pain, not have the enemy and the trauma be be something that I was fighting as much as accepting and embracing it as part of my story, as I was able to do that, that's where I began to see that I could really do these brave things and that there were so many possibilities in front of me. And like you said, as other people watched me do that, you're right. I mean, in their own world, in their own way, they were able to see that somebody just like them could go out and do something different or change their um or their, or their relationships in ways that maybe they had never thought of before mm-hmm. yeah i love that and um i was gonna ask you a question oh i remember i was I was going to say, I was going to ask you a question and it's escaping my brain, but it came back as, as quick as it left. Um, <laughs> and that was um, something I remember you sharing as you, um, so you have a share, a story that's like a story that you've shared is kind of a signature piece of, of your coaching programs. I've been through one of your coaching programs. And I remember in, in that program, you shared your story with us. And I don't remember if it was before you, you spoke out your story to us or if it was afterwards, but something you said that really stuck out to me was that every time you share your story, your story loses its power over you and you be, you get to become 
more powerful and you take back your power. And I just think that was so, it was so cool. It was so interesting and profound to hear. And then it's like, it's so cool to get to then have that perspective and hearing some, somebody, anybody speak out their story, speak out what's going on. And just knowing like, once I vocalize it, it's, it's bigness diminishes, like the fear of it diminishes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and even to this day, when I hear you say that, it's like, I want to shout it out again, because I literally, every time I share my story, I become the empowered version of that story, Mm -hmm. even more every time. And, you know, that goes back to the powerful work that narrative coaching can offer women as well. And the unique way that I'm able to kind of pull these ideas of narrative coaching, narrative therapy, and storytelling together to be able to do that. Because in narrative coaching, it really is, it's a space where the narrative coach really does guide women through, well, women, I work with women, but really guide the client through the possibilities, through questioning and understanding the narratives that they're telling themselves. So very holistically, you know, it's it's a really specialized field within life coaching and narrative therapy is a specialized field within therapy where we're really focusing on the narratives. What are those, not what are the stories you tell, but how are you telling them? What versions are they tell are you telling? And how can you really transform those stories into really powerful narratives? Um, and so when I even think about the work that I that I've done even with myself and my journey is I was able to transform those wounds and the story I would tell myself of who I was carrying those wounds into who I am now. And who I am now is somebody who has done this transformational work and I see myself in a different way. So it's really when you get down to narrative coaching and narrative therapy, it's how do you write that story in a totally different way and embrace all the pieces, right? Like the pain will always be there. The tragedy or trauma that you've experienced will always be a part of your story. So you can erase that. There's no going back. So the the sooner you're able to embrace it and accept it and weave it into your story, but fill your story with all these other elements that can help you transform it into a whole different story. Mm -hmm. So it really does go back to what you tell yourself and what you tell the world about your about your life, about who you are. Yeah, I love that. And one of the things, and you need to correct me and because I'm probably not going to say it the right way because you said it to me first. So you know the right way to say it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but something that struck me in in um, working with you was how you shared something. And again, you need to correct the way that I say it. But so many people are sharing their stories before they're healed of their stories. Yeah. And to me, that like really was a profound thing to hear because like in the big internet world and in in the world out there, 
it's there's so much noise and there's so much chatter out there. And then even for myself, I see it like there are parts of my life that like I am working through of like coming to peace with certain things and, and being the person that I want to be in certain situations where I find myself maybe feeling resentful or frustrated. Mm-hmm. And I know that once I get on the other side of that, I have the capacity to help people, but I don't want to prematurely speak about that if I'm not healed from it for the fear of that, it will sound like kind of like complaining or bitching about something or, you know what I mean? And so I think like you sharing that, that statement helped me kind of bring it back to like, you don't have to share every story, every message, every thing that you encounter, like let things be sacred and your own and heal from them before you like blab about them on the internet. Yeah. It's, it's such a fine line and Mm -hmm. I am even still sifting through all of that, but I do truly believe that our stories, they're a gift, right? Um, And not everybody deserves them Mm -hmm. and not everybody should should have them or hold them. And like you said, they are sacred. They are sacred to us. And so I think it's really important that we heal through our stories first before we give them away. Because, you know, like you said, out in the socials world, right? Out in the social media and the internet, and there's so many people sharing their life and their stories. And and I do credit all of those people for being brave and vulnerable. But I also do believe that, you know, because it is a part of us, we need to use it to serve ourselves and make ourselves better and stronger and more healed before we go out and let others use our story for their own inspiration. I mean, I don't know if that's the right word to say use, but just makes me think of, and this is, is from a a woman's perspective. You know, I think of my body, right? My body is a gift and it's not something that I should give away. It's something that I share with, you know, somebody who deserves me. And I feel that way about our stories. I feel like they're that intimate and they're that sacred. And when we do have the courage and we do feel vulnerable and safe to share them, they are such a beautiful gift that can inspire people. It can free our souls. It can heal us, but making sure that we're ready for all of that. Right. And not everybody deserves it. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is worthy of, you know, some of the stories that we carry. So I think it's okay. I think it's powerful when we do share. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do truly believe that, you know, storytelling, it has the power to heal the world, but I think we, we get to decide. It's all about, you know, our choice and we get to decide. And I think that's important. Mm -hmm. And it's so empowering too, of just like, of holding that sacredness to it as well. And then it it, then gets to be an honor to hear another story. And it's, it just has this deeper, more profound impact. Yeah. And And I think you'll find too, when you think of stories that way, you start to feel very honored when somebody shares theirs with you. Mm -hmm. And so that builds a deeper connection 
and the intimacy with, you know, a new friend, a new colleague, because if you start to value and define stories as a gift, then I think, you know, and that's what's so beautiful about stories and storytelling is the connections you make with others, right? But even if you start to look at it completely different, um, and you tell yourself, again, narratives have so much power, right? So if I'm saying, you know, I believe storytelling has the power to heal the world and the stories we carry are gifts. If I say that in my brain, I write that and I say that aloud over and over, just like affirmations, I believe these stories are special. So then I believe anybody who gives me their story is sharing something special of themselves with me. And that already builds stronger trust, stronger connections, and you feel empowered and you feel just this whole different level of intimacy with mm-hmm. another with another person. And I think even for me now saying it out loud, it is such a beautiful thing. And because it's that beautiful, we should be um, careful with it, right? Right. It, in here, <clears throat> just like having this conversation and talking through this, I just, it, a word that comes up to my, that comes to mind is sisterhood. And also I just see like a reduction in gossip, you know, like yeah. a safe space for somebody to come to you to share what's going on and to know like you'll hold that space for them and not feel the need to share it with another who it just, it adds in a deeper level to the saying or, or what people say, like, it's not my story to tell. Like yeah. it just ignites a, a deeper truth in that. Yeah. And so uh, yeah. <laughs> could you what is the difference if there if you're comfortable sharing or explaining like the difference between like narrative therapy and narrative coaching and and like what have you seen as like the impact of of kind of using your own way and your own craft of combining the two? Yeah, it's it's really a fine line. I mean, it's very similar to how most people might talk about life coaching or therapy. Um, you know, life coaching is really about the present and how we're going to, how we're going to move forward, um, and to really push ourselves and our possibilities and, and our goals and, and the betterment of ourselves moving forward. And therapy is really when we're looking backwards, right? We're looking at the past and, you know, we're trying to get ourselves past maybe some wounds and some traumas to the present where we can then take coaching and move ourselves forward. So there's really this element of, you know, this past tense um, as it relates to therapy and some really deep rooted wounds and coaching where you're really moving forward and moving yourself into possibilities and opportunities, right? Um, And so in that sense, you know, narrative coaching and narrative therapy is similar, but what makes it different is the narrative aspect. And what's unique about narrative coaching and narrative therapy is that it's deeply rooted in the belief system that we are multi-storied people and that because we have all these stories within our lives, we have the ability to reauthor pieces of our stories, which then creates different realities of things of that have happened in our lives. And so through the stories and how we change the narrative of those stories, we can now have different realities and different possibilities. 
So it's like you go backwards in therapy in a way because you have to go back into the stories and have to face the fears or face the pain and look at those stories. Then the coaching part of it is really that you can flip those stories based on new um, aspects that maybe you hadn't really looked at before. You can start to shift and, and twist these stories in a way that the possibilities of what the new story can be is really more empowering for you as you move forward. So it sounds a little complicated, but it is going backwards in order to move forward, but it truly is through the stories and narratives in your life, in your life. So, um, you know, that's really, you know, one of the main focuses of narrative is that, is that, that idea that there are many different abilities, there's many different truths to one story. And so in order to heal ourselves, how do we take those stories and find new truths? Mm-hmm. I love that. And as being uh, somebody who has gone through one of your programs, it's, it's like how I feel like it's how everything should be. And everybody should go through this experience of, and it, it one informs the other, like, if you want to get really clear on where you're going, especially like I saw it not only for myself and my own, like personal development and growth, but also getting clear on like, what is my brand and what is my message here and and who and how am I helping people? It really, for me to make it so clear about where I'm going, there had to be this look backwards and look at like, what have I been through? What have I done? What, what are like my innate gifts? What are the struggles that I've overcome? All of those things that are like packed in our like suitcase of life and then where are we going with that they they both blend and work so well together and really inform one another yeah yeah it's 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 it really truly is an honor to work with women in this way because what i find and we've talked this in in the program is you know women come to me because they're curious it's a little different right they're curious about the creative element the openness and holistic perspective that this work provides me through this right in their mind they're like this is what i need to work on or this our relationship i'm having a problem with or i'm stuck here or there's this you know this pain point in my past that i just can't move forward you know, through this door, but what happens slowly, organically in an open space with the community that we create in the program is we start to invite the women to look through other windows, right? Um, We're asking questions and, and including pieces in the process that just make you think of your story a little bit differently. And I think that there's pieces of that that surprise women along the way. Um, And it's not so structured, right? It's, and this can be hard for a lot of women who start to go through the program. The whole idea and narrative is there is this openness, there's this expansion of what your story can be, but it can't be that way unless you are open to the fluidity and the grayness that opens itself to possibilities. So you can't look through those windows unless it's open. 
and it's unstructured and unlinear, right? Right. So it, it can be really um, hard for some people at first, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I love the work and I love watching the women come to a point where they just didn't see something that way. Yeah, I love, there's, there's such power in like detaching yourself from the little literal or like linear what's next of like just trusting like the next stepping stone one at a time and letting it lead you wherever it will yeah yeah it's such a beautiful process i mean i absolutely love it but i know that it can be challenging because there are times when each woman is in a different point and it's not opening up for her yet. And, I, and I'm sure that you experience this too in coaching yeah. um, with the work that you do. And, you know, there's these moments where they just, they want, and I feel it too, you know, like you want the answer, you know, why is it not making sense? What are you trying to say? You know, mm -hmm. and in our world where everything is so structured and so linear, you get so fixated on, okay, now what? Mm -hmm. And you really have to stop and just see what comes up. And there's a reason that you're not seeing it. And there's a reason that it's taking the time that it needs in order for it to make sense for you. And yeah. that's the, I mean, that's the magic, right? And that is not a black and white answer, right? <laughs> no. And I can say from experience in, in not only in like myself coaching clients, but in even having a coaching call with you, like, it's not always fun. I was like, wait, no, Lisa, this is it. You know, <laughs> but what else? And I'm like, nothing, nothing else. This is it. <laughs> and it's oh. like that, like, where am I resisting? And I, I like let myself no notice. I don't even remember. It was a, a story of some sort I was working through with you. Yeah. And I was just like, no, but okay, fine. Like it's this resistance, but like, okay, fine. I'll look at it. Gosh, I yeah. I want to. I would, I mean, I should have looked at our, I should have looked at our notes before we jumped on yeah. on this podcast interview, because I remember there was a moment and you were like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, and you know, with, with your clients as well. So mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a beautiful journey. And for me, I'm just such a lover of stories and words. And so I do a lot of concentrating on what do, what do words mean? And what kind of stories are you connecting to these words? And, you know, do you need to redefine certain words? Do you need to tie different stories to these words? Right. Um, and so for me, there's, there's just this different element that's deeply tied to storytelling and my love for poetry. And so that's why I kind of intertwine all of these elements together. So when I say I'm a narrative coach, if you were to really go and look up narrative coaches, you probably that's not exactly what I do, because mm -hmm. I'm kind of creating my own um, world that combines all of these things that I love and that I know can be really powering powerful for women. So mm -hmm. and that's like, that's it. That's your secret sauce. That's like everybody's secret is like, what can I do with my combined life experience, gifts, talents, um, struggles, victories, like that is combined with, you know, like your trainings, your education, your, your information that you've like curated and gathered over life. Like that is your special gift 
that has to be shared with the world in your way to make to make the impact that it can that you can make um so lisa when you think of like your journey that you've been on through this either like with yourself or with like the clients and women that you've helped what has made you like so proud just like so proud of of the people you work with and just proud of yourself too Mm, it's such a great question you know when I think about the women in my circle that continues to grow and you know what I call my sisterhood my unveiled beauty sisters I think what I'm most proud of is the type of women that keep coming into the circle because with them you know it just adds more love to the circle and I'm so proud when I see the women connecting with each other like I try and connect women as much as I can and um, I love doing that, but I'm most proud when I see them just naturally connecting with each other. I'll be on the internet or something and I'll see all of a sudden this one sister doing something with this other sister. And I didn't even realize that they had connected beyond, you know, an event or, you know, a program or a workshop. And so I get super excited when I see people connecting that way. And I know it's because they've I believe for me and probably the thing I'm most proud of myself is that I've created a community where women feel that they can trust each other Mm -hmm. and they trust me in bringing these women to them. So it's like when women are like, oh, well, she worked with Lisa or she's an unveiled beauty sister. It's like they already know what kind of woman she is Mm -hmm. and that she's somebody be trusted you somebody who you know can keep um you know conversations safe there's yeah. somebody who's not going to judge them and so i i think that's probably when i sum it all up is what i'm most proud of is is what i've created as it relates to the community through this work mm-hmm. yeah yeah when I hear that, I just think of like good people, like you bring together good people. And like, if like, oh, we're, I know you from Lisa, like, oh, you're, you're a good people, people. You're good people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that just like speaks to like the bigness of you for you, for a person to have the capacity to connect like such strong women, um, that that just speaks volumes of of you like the one that is the connector of them all and so um as someone who has been in your space and been in one of your events and and seen the women that you bring together i was i remember just sitting at my table being like wow like this room is full of really extraordinary women and and i think that's been part of my own like story and narrative too is like seeing extraordinary in what we like in what is judged as like ordinary bodies or ordinary beings. But I think that's where we all get to elevate our extraordinary with you is because you create this safe space to just start talking vulnerably, start sharing who you are and know so deeply that it's trusted. And it's from like the boundaries you set. It's from like the, the presence that you set in a space of like, this is a safe and trusted space where um, nothing, nothing leaves these walls and leaves this room um, outside of when we're together. And I feel like 
that just kind of puts everybody at ease of, okay, I can be here and I can be me and I can know that I'm not going to be judged at all for that. Yeah. Yeah. It feels good. It feels, it's um, a very good feeling. It feels free. And um, yeah, you know, I, one last thought um, that's coming to mind is, you know, I just really want women to know, and I say this in my program that your life is the greatest love story ever written. Mm. So when you start to believe all the pieces, no matter how painful, that all those pieces are your story. And this is your life that you're living every moment of it. So fall in love with yourself and believe and know that this one life that is yours is the greatest love story ever written. Mm -hmm. Yes. I just, yes. And, and that is, you helped me come up with this like line of like helping women too. Like I help the woman who already loves herself because yes, from working on the story work with you is like, my life has actually been good. Like it's been not, not not a lot of bad things have happened but yet there's still been this like this resistance to love for oneself and when I went through the journey of just like falling in love with who I am again like this world of possibility just opened up and that's what I see like what you do helps create for other women is just like this world of possibility through the experience of loving your life loving like writing your own love story yeah yeah so if, if people want to work with you or find out information about you where and how could they do that and what are ways that that you are working with people right now well thank you so much um yeah you, anybody can find me on in the social world so lisa harrison company and um, my website is www.lisaharrisandco.com. So I'm pretty much in most of the social spaces. You can check out my website. And if you go under narrative coaching, there's a little bit more detailed information on the different programs that I offer. I don't work with women one-on-one. -on -one. Um, the entry point in working with me is to go through my signature program, which is Uncover Your Truth. And so you can learn all about that on my website. And, um, you know, I just encourage anybody who's who's interested to reach out um, to me um, on social media, direct message me, you know, send me an email. I'm more than happy to talk to you and and share with you in more detail the work that I do. And I think that's all the ways people can find me. <laughs> I'm sure I missed something, but well, I'll have links and everything. So anybody can, can find those as well, but thank you so much, Lisa, for being here today and for sharing um, just like the impact of the work you do and the impact of that can happen in our lives when we allow ourselves to look at our story and then rewrite that narrative and see the truths in our story. So thank you so much. Thank you, Kelly. I appreciate it so much. I'm so, um, I feel so grateful and so blessed to share space with you. So thank you for giving me some space to share with your, your people. Yeah.
Thank you. Thank you. And we will see you all next time. Thank you.